I don't like this, Jackson. Anna clicked on the first link, Walton, the Witchcraft Murder, and began to read. Charles Walton, 74 years old, had been murdered in an English village called Lower Quinton on Valentine's Day in 1945. The details of the murder were gruesome. Walton had been slashed with a billhook and pinned to the ground with a pitchfork driven through his neck. Some of the locals said he'd been murdered by witches. Some said Walton's murder was a druid sacrifice in what was the month for pagan sacrifices, February. Anna's mind immediately flew to Rowan, the pagan young man who had said he was leaning toward druidry. She scrolled down the page. There was a photo of Walton's body on the monitor. She could make out two handles, the billhook and pitchfork. But thankfully, the angle of the photo hid the man's face and wounds. Anna realized the address wasn't an address at all. It was code, a message for Susan Muncie. But why? And what did it mean? Jasmine had given her the photos, but Anna suspected Darlene was the author of this message. But that meant Darlene probably had nothing to do with Susan's murder. It seemed pointless to send Susan a message, but kill her before she could receive it. Jackson entered the office again, sat at Anna's feet, and pressed the top of his head against Anna's side. What are you doing, boy? Anna said, scratching the dog's neck. Are you craving attention tonight? He gave a small rumble from the back of his throat and flung a paw onto Anna's lap. Do you have to go out? Just a minute. Anna continued reading, looking for more details on the Walton murder. It had never been solved. It was still an open case with the Warwickshire police, who kept the murder implements on file, and it seemed to be a subject of continuing fascination. It was even possible to take a tour of the village and of Meehan Hill, the place where the witch murder had taken place. Jackson barked once, loudly, jolting Anna in her seat. Then she heard a noise a scraping sound at the door. It wasn't a knock or any sound a visitor at her door would make. She sat straight in her chair, momentarily frozen, and when she heard the scraping sound again, she remembered what Monica had said about being careful and felt a flicker of panic. Jackson walked to the office door and growled in the direction of the door, his neck stiff, ears alert. Anna rose quickly from her seat, studying Jackson's reaction wondering for an instant if someone was already in the house, if she should grab something from her desk to use as a weapon. Her gun was in a safe in her bedroom at the far end of the hall, and even with Jackson in the house, she'd never make it there in time. She lived on the outskirts of Elk Park, and her neighbors' houses were too far from hers. She didn't dare try to make a dash outside. Jackson suddenly relaxed, sitting down at the office door and bending his face toward Anna's. There was no way he'd do that if someone was in the house, she thought. Come on, boy. She moved slowly toward the front door, listening, her dog at her heels. Hearing nothing, she approached the door and peered through the peephole. Black. The light had been on when she came home. She had seen it as she drove into the garage. The light was always on, she made certain of it. Either it had just gone out by itself, or someone had made it go out. That was easy to do, reach a hand up into the light fixture and give the bulb a twist until it went out. There were no neighbors directly across the street. No one would see a figure at the door. Anna hurried down the hall, unlocked the gun safe bolted to the floor of her bedroom closet, and removed her Ruger revolver. She made her way up the hall, arms at her side, 
the forefinger of her right hand wrapped around the gun's grip to keep it off the trigger. She snapped off the living room lamp to avoid casting a shadow on the window by the door, then pulled a high-beam flashlight from the counter under the kitchen sink. At the window, she watched Jackson for his reaction to sounds, then gently set the Ruger down atop a bookcase. Her heart racing, she peeled back the curtain and shined the flashlight out the window, illuminating the broad doorstep at the entrance and the yard around it. Someone had brushed several inches of snow from the doorstep. Anna saw dark streaks in the half-light and angled the flashlight downward. What on earth? It looked like crisscrossed lines and a circle of paint or charcoal near her door. She aimed the light at the center of the black markings. Someone had drawn a pentacle on her doorstep. Anna's fear turned to anger.